Hi, and welcome to the Different States of Mind podcast with your hosts, Kara Brown and Katie Afey. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Love having you, as always. Mm-hmm. We, I feel like, because we filmed on Friday last mm-hmm. week and it's Monday this week, I'm feeling that, like, back-to-back, like, we yeah. just sat down and did this. Mm-hmm. But over the weekend, the Olympics started, which if you listened to our last episode, <laughs> you'd know. Yeah. No other reason you would know. Besides. We would have given you that information. Yeah. What's been your favorite thing to watch so far, Kara? Ooh. There's been so many good ones. I've pretty much just been watching the Olympics, like, all weekend. Oh, my gosh. Skateboarding was really cool. Mm-hmm. I really... Watch, I've watched some beach volleyball, which is fun. Beach volleyball made me laugh because our, our team for, like, the men's were, like, these two middle-aged men. <laughs> and it literally just looks like dads on vacay went <laughs> to, like, play some beach volleyball while they were in Tokyo. Um, the swimming, I've been really into the swimming. Honestly, I love watching gymnastics but it hasn't, it was just prelims so that yeah. I wasn't as hyped. Yeah. I'm getting so much more hype every time there's like a medal event. Mm-hmm, I agree. Because I want to win. Yeah. <laughs> I want to win everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely, really, the skateboarding has been so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Shout out Jagger Eaton. We the love The 20-year-old Jagger icon. Mm-mm. He got bronze. He did get bronze. He got TikTok famous from that. Really? I, well, at least I'm on Jagger Eaton TikTok <laughs> right mean, now. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I went on, like, the morning after his um, bronze medal, and every other TikTok I saw was people talking about him, and I was like, oh, so that wasn't just us. <laughs> I, was, I would say that, why does it make me upset a little bit I that know. he wasn't, <laughs> he's not just, we're not the only people that know about him. Yeah. I felt that way, too. Yeah, because we it was on at, like, midnight on a Saturday. Uh-huh. So I don't know how many people were watching the Olympics, but... Um, and then also, Sunday, fencing, mm-hmm. foil fencing was on, yeah. and we got very into it because the girl that won for the U.S. was the first, like, U.S. to ever win gold, men or women, in the foil mm-hmm. fencing, which was just really hype. And trying to understand fencing. Yeah. We were having a time trying to understand it. Yeah. So those have been definitely super Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. I know last night I watched the women's skateboarding and the podium was a 13-year-old from Japan won gold, a 13-year-old from Brazil won silver, and a 16-year-old from Japan won bronze. That's wild. And I was like, oh, it was making me feel a little bit bad about myself, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also watched men's basketball, and I think our prediction is going to hold true. Yeah. They're not going to medal. No. Which, yikes. Also, just their game against France was not ideal. Yeah. But we kind of saw that one coming. Mm-hmm. So, can't be too upset. Um, you mentioned 
gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, really hype watching it, but the U.S. didn't really have, like, the best prelims. Um, <laughs> and by not the best, they got second. Yeah, yeah, but just, like, for them. Yeah. No, but so we got to see the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. She got to perform, and we saw a lot of her <laughs> really cool tricks. Mm-hmm. And... What are we going to talk about today with the greatest of all time? Oh, I'm going to be honest. I see your lead-in. That's a little tough. Because you don't agree with it? Yeah. Song Singer-songwriter of our generation? We're talking about Taylor Swift <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. My first question is, how slash when did you get into Taylor Swift? Okay, so I really liked her when I was really young. I I went and actually saw her in concert for her Fearless tour, which was the first concert that I ever went to. And I was like a really big fan of her with like her self-titled album, Fearless, Speak Now. And then when Red released, I honestly like wasn't like still super into her Mm -hmm. 1989 came out I remember like I bought 1989 from Target and like listened to the CD Mm -hmm. like a lot and then I did not listen to um Reputation or Lover when they came out and then Folklore came out and my life actually changed (laughs) because I became because like I was a fan of hers Mm -hmm. in the past but, like, a, a flip switched because I literally, like, only listen to Taylor Swift now. <laughs> Folklore, like, just absolutely changed my world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I think it's kind of funny. When I was really young, not really young, when I was, like, seven and eight, I was really into country music. Mm-hmm. And that's, like... She was in her country phase. I was in my Your country, country phase. phase. Yeah. And then about the time I stopped being as into country, she switched over to doing more pop music. Mm. So she was always making stuff that was like right about the genre I was into at the time. Yeah. So she um really she really worked that out to make me a fan. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I was young, I got a CD called Now That's What I Call Country from my parents. Mm-hmm. And on it was Picture to Burn. Mm. And that, that hit when I was like eight or nine. And I was really into that song. And I pretty much just listened to like whatever was playing on the radio of hers and she pretty much always has something Mm -hmm. playing on the radio and I always really liked like all of her songs all of her singles that were out but I wasn't much of an album listener I'm getting better at it now like Mm -hmm. listening to albums I still like within the past year have maybe started like listening through albums but I was never an album listener um but I remember when Red came out, I was really into We Are Never Getting Back Together. 
Um, I really liked I Knew You Were Trouble. Mm -hmm. You know, the basic ones. But that's... I remember, like, going into iTunes and, like, scrolling through the album, like, listening to a couple of them. Just the preview before yeah. you could buy it. Yeah. And being like, mm, that one's good. So I ended up buying from Red Holy Ground and Stay, Stay, Stay. <laughs> and... Um, so I was like, I listened to a few that weren't singles yeah. off of that album. Both of those songs, I've like, they're so good. This yeah, summer, they're really this good. summer at the beginning, like in June, I was playing Holy Ground nonstop. It's so good. It's I like so that one good. a lot. Yeah. I also, I said before, I'm really dramatic. So I <laughs> loved like, per, like I listened to that song in my like earbuds in the car. Yeah. Like. Pretend I was in a music video. Yeah. Super dramatic. <laughs> that song's perfect It for is. That. Oh, the beat. Yeah, no, it's so <laughs> good. <laughs> um, and then, actually, I'm gonna shout out Ruthie. I think she was more into Taylor Swift than I was. Really? Yeah, because one year for Christmas, we both got, like, iTunes, like, $15 iTunes gift cards, and we each bought, like, a complete album with them. And she bought 1989, mm. and I bought Bad Blood by Bis Bastille. Mm -hmm. um, so I I was in my man band phase, <laughs> but I remember on my like plane trip to Hawaii, I was just like I needed to listen to music to get me through, and that was like on my phone because I had like an iPod Touch and I couldn't use uh, internet or anything. So I did, I listened through 1989, I did like it, um, that one has some heaters it on does. it. It does. I, it's really good. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I got the Reputation CD for Christmas, so I like listened through that whole one, and then <laughs> when Lover came out, I, I still, I don't know if I understand, understood the concept of just, like, singles and albums and, like, the way they come out. Because I remember when Me dropped and it was, like, such a big deal and I remember it dropping and I remember listening to it and being like, um, <laughs> this is not it's it. It's no. And I still do not think it's it. No. But then, like, I've gone back through, like, this past year and listened to, like, the whole album. And the album's really it's good. It's so... I don't understand why she chose... Mm -mm. That one and You Need to Calm Down. They're easily, like, the worst, the worst. two songs yeah. <laughs> off the album. I don't mind You Need to Calm Down as much as I mind me. Oh, no. Like, I sometimes really I don't yet. skip You Need to Calm Down. I skip yeah. me every single time. Yes. That one is bad. Hey, kids. Spelling is fun! <laughs> yeah, no, that one's really bad. But then, Folklore and Evermore uh, pop off. Absolutely. Wow. I get chills, actually, thinking yeah. about it. Like, So, my next question is, why do you like Taylor Swift as an artist? I love her songwriting, obviously, which mm -hmm. is, like, what she's known for. Like, her lyrics are just, like, the more that I got into her, the more that I, like... With, I would see a lot of things on TikTok, so I don't like Taylor Swift TikTok. I'm just, yeah. like, analyzing her lyrics and just, like, listening to them sometimes. And she she's written, like, every song, like, mm -hmm. which is just insane to even think about. Also, just specifically since, like, Folklore dropped, as a fan of hers, we have been fed yes. so well. <laughs> like, yes. 
She literally dropped Folklore, then randomly also dropped Evermore, then dropped the re-recordings of Fearless, which also had, like, a bunch of new songs, yeah. which was basically just, like, getting new stuff for us. Mm-hmm. Like, she she gives us everything. And then, yeah. like, Folklore one-year anniversary just happened, and she was like, as a thank you, like, here's the original version of The Lakes. And I was like, yeah. you just give us so much. Like, yeah. but, I don't know. I... I don't know her personally. She seems like she's just, like, a really genuine, like, person. Like, I don't know. She's just, like, an easy person to be a fan of, I feel like. Because, like, she had, like, her controversy and stuff with Kanye, which was really dumb. Like, the mm-hmm. whole... Not the VMAs thing, but, like, the one that made her seem like she was kind of bad. Yeah. Um, But also, she literally was not in the wrong. And, I don't know. She just, like, has never really, like, done... I don't know, like, she's just a good person to be a fan of. She just yeah. sticks in her lane, I feel like, of just, like, writing songs, absolutely smashing it, like, minding her own business. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my answer. Okay. <laughs> I, as I've, like, gotten more into Taylor Swift in, like, the past year, and learned more about, like, kind of the way she functions in, like, a PR perspective. I thought it was really interesting because, again, I don't know anything about the music industry, Mm -hmm. but the way she, like, leaves little, like, clues and hints for people to find, and also the way she, like, goes through, like, different eras Mm -hmm. for each album is really um, reminiscent of K-pop to me Mm. because they do the same thing. It's like in, at least in some of the groups that I'm into, like specifically when I think of Stray Kids, in each of their videos, they leave like a clue that leads to their next video. And there's like a storyline that kind of goes through them, but Mm -hmm. you can kind of figure out and try to guess when they're going to do stuff or what's coming next. And then also, each, like, each time they release new music, they it's like, they kind of reinvent themselves a little bit. And it's like, there's a concept for that album or EP or whatever they're dropping. Mm-hmm. And she very much has, like, the same thing where she has, like, a concept mm-hmm. for each album. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting because I think that's something not everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that, like... I didn't really think about before I got into her because I wasn't looking at, like, her work as a whole. Mm-hmm. But definitely looking back through, like, her career, you can really see that. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. It's Because even, like, not even with her, like, genre, because she's covered so many genres, but even mm-hmm. if you just look at, like, 1989, Reputation, and Lover, which are all pop albums... Mm-hmm. They're all, like, just different themes and, like, eras, Mm -hmm. which is just really cool. So my next question is, what is your favorite Taylor Swift album? Oh! (laughs) Yeah. No, 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 Make it tough. Okay, no. I know my answer. It has to be Folklore. Mm -hmm. I, I have such a, I, okay, I... Very, very strong runner-up is honestly Speak Now mm-hmm. and also 1989. But, um, no, that's literally a lie. Lover. Wait. Ah! <laughs> Every single album is a runner-up. But the reason Folklore is my number one is literally just because 
it jump-started my very deep infatuation with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that whole album is just an absolute masterpiece. And just how it was... How she did it all in quarantine and just... It was just like a gift. It, it was just such a nice, like... We'd been going through such a tough time and then she just gave us this beautiful masterpiece of an album that is just so lyrically gorgeous like oh the music in it and like that's also because like I like her pop stuff a lot and like I don't dislike pop music but I also Mm -hmm. just like love the sound of folklore and like that's like 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 I love the Lumineers and like Mumford Mm -hmm. and Sons and like that just kind of like vibe so yeah yeah I'm also going to pick folklore I think the album itself I mean it being written in quarantine and just like all that's really interesting but I also think it's interesting how it was such, like, a diversion from mm-hmm. what she'd done in the past. Because, obviously, announcing you're dropping an album the day before it comes out is not typical in the music industry. Yeah. And, like, dropping your lead single the same day you're dropping your album isn't typical. Because usually you have that to, like, build up hype. Mm-hmm. Which she didn't need. No. Um, obviously, she did not need. But not just that, but, like stylistically obviously it was like a transition from pop to more like folk sounding music and she it was like the first time she'd put in songs that weren't like autobiographical yeah and it was just like the stories Mm -hmm. that like each song oh it's so like she just takes you to another world Mm -hmm. which is really yeah that one definitely also musically i i also like pop is like my top genre but I love like folk music Mm -hmm. and I love older folk music and like the song Betty on folklore you know I have some qualms with it (laughs) but like the instrumental of it's probably my favorite on the album because it it's just like pure folk type of yeah type of stuff and it's it's really good my dad even likes that song so kind of wild so then kind of slightly different slightly similar but what is your favorite era I honestly feel like my favorite era even though I wasn't the biggest like fan of hers at the time is probably her reputation era Mm. because it's just so iconic like I don't know there's something about how like she kind of disappeared for a while because of like the controversy and then came back with just like a eating it all up and just like her whole like snake theme of just like I don't even care like literally call me whatever and just like I think it's so aesthetically pleasing with like the black and white like Mm -hmm. the newspaper stuff um and just I don't know I watched Miss Americana I believe is what it's called on Netflix which is like her documentary Mm -hmm. kind of about the reputation era and it's just like really interesting um yeah I would probably say that okay I would say lover Mm -hmm. I really I like the aesthetics of lover a lot I think it's like really pretty yeah the colors and all that but I also I mean it's just nice that she seemed, like, very happy. happy. Yeah. And just, like, like she'd finally kind of found mm-hmm. her, like, her place. And she wasn't 
worried about what other people were thinking and stuff. It was just her and her lover. Yeah. And I I think that air is great. That was what I was going back and forth between. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's so nice to just see her so happy. And mm-hmm. the this, this songs on Lover. Yeah, except for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every song but me. But me. Me is not included. Now, we're going to get into... And I just thought this would be kind of fun. But Taylor is known, or was known in the past, very much for her relationships. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk, not about, like, her in them. Yeah. Specifically the guys. Yeah. Best and worst. Best and worst? Yeah. For the way they treated her, or just, no, like... No, just them. Oh, best Harry Styles. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. Um, worst John Mayer. Uh, yes, I was going to say the exact same thing. Okay. Um, uh, John Mayer. <laughs> I want to trash on John Mayer for a second. Yeah. Have you heard? I don't know if it's new, but he has like a song that's going around on TikTok right now. It's called Why You Know Love Me. <laughs> and that's like what he says. Why You Know Love Me. Oh. That is how it's written. And it. I need to listen to it because... Because that's not correct grammar. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you write that? I... There are John Mary songs that I do actually, like, enjoy a lot, but I just think he's... Like, the fact that he... That a relationship with him and Taylor was even a thing, like, he was so much older than her. Yeah. He was... 30-something. Mm-hmm. Like, 35, I think. Like, I don't even think she's the age that he was. Yet. Yeah. No. It, also, didn't he date, like, Katy Perry or something? I have no idea if he did. I literally confused him in Orlando Blue. <laughs> <laughs> but I also... But, like, he just also has a reputation of just being, like, a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, two people in mm-hmm. his, like, two... The people he's with. Yeah. He also... He's on TikTok. It's and cr- he's... <laughs> awful yeah. on tiktok every time i see him i want to pass away yeah because oh just thinking of some of his tiktoks that have like gone really viral they're so bad i it gives me such cringe i feel like this pr team was like you're losing relevance let's get on tiktok john and yeah. he's just like oh yeah like i'm old yeah so i don't know if that's I, gonna... I wonder how old he is he's 43 yeah um, sir, don't be on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. If you're on a John Maris PR team, take away his TikTok. Take away his TikTok. It's not doing him favors. No. And then best Harry Styles. Harry. Not too much to even say there. He's everything. I also love the 1989 era. <laughs> the whole album is literally also, like very much about just their relationship yeah. which is just everything to me <gasps> because i love harry styles oh and like on tiktok and like people like in the fandom like a lot of times like are a massive fan of both of them uh-huh. and they're like my divorced parents yeah and they just at the grammys like there was like clips of them like I'm talking, talking. Mm-hmm. and it was, i saw like, a lot of the, like the divorced parent stuff yeah after the grammys and, yeah like, those clips so that was nice because it's like oh they're like able to catch up in pals or whatnot but yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i definitely think harry is a great ex 
Um, the way, also, just the songs that came from that relationship. Yeah. They slap. They slap so, so hard. absolutely no complaints there. Um, and then, for fun, best and worst, how they treated her. Best? I don't know if she has an ex that necessarily treated her, like, super, super well. well. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have to be an ex. It could I was going to say Joe. <laughs> Joe Alwyn, who yeah. she's, like, been with for probably almost, like, five years now. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. I was thinking about this the other day. I literally would not be surprised if they have a child. And, like, literally just, like, Is a it... family married and, like, they just are, like, super private about it. Yeah, I I feel like I heard, like, rumors. Rumors about that? Yeah. <laughs> or just, like, people... Especially after, like, the leaks was released. Yeah. People being, like... Well, first of all... First... <laughs> first off, after she released that, I... My TikTok was just, like, flooded with people making videos being, like, she's leaving the music industry. Really? Yeah, because just, like, the story of it... And Wait, like, like... After she released it last year? Yeah. Okay. Like, the original yeah. one. Yeah, okay. Or not, I guess not the original one, but, like, the first the time first it was time released. It, yes. Um, yeah, people, because of, like, the story of the song. Yeah. We're saying, like, oh, she's gonna, like, she dropped this album, now she's going to leave. Sis did not do that. No. Sis did the exact opposite of that. Yeah. So, their theories were wrong. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, also, I saw people saying that they were married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I feel like they could be. They could I, be. They definitely could. Like... And, like, that's that's on her. I don't think she could have a child, though, because I don't think she could be working this much. Yeah. <laughs> if she had a child. Yeah. I think she could if she was married. Yeah. Oh, she... Uh, I love that relationship so much because, like, she's, like, they're so private, but just with mm-hmm. her work, it's, like, so beautiful because it's, like, all of it's so just, like, in love. Especially there's, like, yeah. lover. And, like, a lot of songs are on reputation, too. And it's just, like, she's mm-hmm. just, like... It's just, like, such a good relationship. And yeah. when you see all of her other songs of just, like, all of these exes that did, like, wrong her. And, mm-hmm. like, just the way that she was treated. You just, as a fan, you're like, finally. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's very lovely. Yeah. It's lovely to see. Yeah. We're, also, he, like, helped her write songs. Yeah. On folklore. A lot of them are, like, really sad. Yeah. <laughs> but I love them. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Yeah. Worst? I, oh, I feel like you just gotta hit the J's. Mm -hmm. The J's, I feel like, did her dirty in just Joe Jonas, Uh Jake Gyllenhaal, John Mayer again. (laughs) Um, Of the three, I dislike John Mayer the most. (laughs) Yeah. I I dislike John Mayer the most in that relationship. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, He did her really, really, really dirty. Also... All too well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but Jake Gyllenhaal did a number. He did it, and there's a 10-minute version of yeah. All Too Well. Yeah. Yeah, so we're not Jake Gyllenhaal fans here. No. We're also not John Mayer fans. No. Joe Jonas and her yeah. seem like they're chill now. Yeah, I was also going to say we're going to a Jonas Brothers concert, yeah. so we, we are, are fans. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so now we're going to get into some nitty gritty of our Taylor Swift fandom. 
And we're going to share with you all our top 10 mm-hmm. favorite Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> this is the main of event all time. right here. This is. And we both struggled very yes. much to narrow this down. Also, are yours in order? Mine are. Okay, mine are also in I order. I was going to say, are we going to do like 10? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that worked best. Yeah. Us, so. So, um, do you want to go first or should I? You can go first. Okay. So, my 10th place, I, this was what took me the longest to decide because I had a list of like 14 mm-hmm. and then I was like, I have to cut three of them, four of them. I had to cut some. I'm sorry. <laughs> For your math? <laughs> well, okay, I, yeah, because I listened through five songs. I had to cut four. Okay. So, <laughs> so my tenth place just made it in mm-hmm. is Right Where You Left Me from Wow. Yeah. So, it is from the newest album, and it's also from the deluxe version mm-hmm. of the newest album. So, it's one of the newer ones. But there's something about it. I, like, it's so have good. not stopped listening to it since it came out. It's it's so good. I love, like, the instrumental. Mm-hmm. I love the way she sounds. I love everything about it. It's another one that's also, like, a story. Yeah. That's, like, not... I mean, that's, like, both Folklore and Evermore are not about her or anything. But, like... And also, I love, like, I love listening to Right Where You Left Me and thinking about what song it is Yeah, the back half of a story of, because that's mm-hmm. what it kind of feels like. Yeah. But. Yeah. No. So that one's the one that just skirted in there. I'm surprised that I was not thinking that that would, that would be on your top ten list. Hmm. But. So what's your ten? My number ten is the best day Taylor's version off of Fearless. Okay. And this is one that I okay. When I was making my top 10 list, I first went back, we took this quiz in the winter and it was like showing us like our top 10 Taylor Swift songs and I went back mm-hmm. and looked at it and I was like maybe I'll just do those, but it didn't feel right. Mhm. And then I was, like, thinking of songs that, like, I've sat with for a really long time, and then also just songs that, like, have a really large influence on me, Mm -hmm. um, emotionally, like, remind me of things, so that also, like, played a role in a lot of the songs that I have on my list, and so number 10 is The Best Day, because it's, like, I literally listen to it all the time because it's very, like, a mother-daughter song, Mm -hmm. and it just makes me think of my mom, and also the fact that, like, we went and saw a Taylor Swift concert together, mm-hmm. and it's a very special song, near and dear to my heart. So nice. My number nine is "Dress" from mm. Reputation, and this song I don't remember hearing it when I owned the CD, really? so I'm really confused on that. But it has taken over my life since. I heard it. It's so good. It's so good. It's such a good song. I love, like, the chorus. Mm-hmm. I love how it sounds. It's so good. And it's one of, like, the hap- like happier songs on yeah. Reputation, too, which is nice. Yeah. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Alicia really likes that song. Yeah. It always makes me think of her. Mm-hmm. 
Um, my number nine song, this one makes me laugh. It's Crazier, which is not on one of her <laughs> albums, but it's from the Anna Montana movie. Mm-hmm. And this song, I can't express the joy that fills my body every time I hear it. Also, because it's not on Apple Music. Like, I don't know why it's not. Uh-huh. I, it's, I don't know if it's on Spotify. I think it is. I don't know. I'm it pretty sure is. it is. But, like, I used to just, like, grow up and, like, look it up on YouTube all the time and listen to it. Also, it's just one of those, like, I don't know. It makes me really happy and, like, makes me think about, like, my relationship and things like that. And then Mm -hmm. also I was thinking, because I was, like, making the list, that's kind of, like, my Taylor Swift self-title album phase song. Because I don't have anything from her self-titled album on my list. Gotcha. But, Yeah. Okay, so my number eight is This Is Me Trying from Folklore, Mm. and it took a lot for me to not put this higher, Yeah, because I love this song, and I was listening, I was in my car today, and I was listening to it while I was driving, and the lyrics hit me so strongly Mm -hmm. (laughs) in such a way that I could just, like, lay down in my bed in the dark. Yeah. (laughs) This is going to get kind of dark. And just, like, lay there crying. But, like, I I don't do that. Yeah. So I could. That's the type of song that it is. It's so good. It wrecks you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. It's, It's so good. It's, like, the lyrics are so good, but then, like, just the, again, the instrumental of it is also so good. I I struggled to put this this low, but it. Oh, I maybe could have switched it for my seven, but it's okay. <laughs> We're leaving it. <laughs> um, my number eight song is "Clean," Ooh. which is another emotional like roller coaster of a mm-hmm. song, and that's the type of song that like. You could lay in the rain in the middle of the road as it's literally pouring on you, just sobbing. Mm -hmm. That's that song. It's so... It's just, like... The, like, premise of the song is, like, the end of, like, a relationship and, like, finally feeling, like, clean from, like, Mm -hmm. all of just, like, the hurt and stuff like that and so it's just like there's something about it and just like I don't know especially sometimes if I'm like going through like phases of life that are harder and then like I'm coming out of them and then listening to clean Uh uh-huh yeah so in seven I have the way I loved you Mm, from fearless that's such a good one and slash Taylor's version and all that yeah but this song this is another one I found it I, like, I only listened to it within, like, the past year, but I have listened to it yeah. over and over and over. This, mm, this one you can just scream. Mm-hmm. I love playing it in the car when I'm by myself and absolutely just, like, yelling it yeah. because that's the kind of vibe she gives off. Yeah. And that's, I love, like, the lyrics and stuff. I love the story of the song. It's all great. 
my favorite thing about it is the way it, like, makes me feel. Yeah. <laughs> just the way I want, like, just get into that character and, like, yell. Yes. Oh, it's great. That's such a good one. That gives me same vibes as Forever and Always. Oh, well. yeah. Forever and Always, The Way I Loved You, and The Best Day were, like, the three from Fearless that I was, like, mm-hmm. going back and forth with. Um, those are, they're so good. Yeah. Forever and Always and The Way I Loved You. The Way I Loved You is such a good, just scream. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Um, my number seven is Last Kiss off of Speak Now. I genuinely think this is the first song that made me feel emotions. Like, (laughs) when I was, like, E, capital E emotions. Because I remember, like, listening, because I got Speak Now for Christmas one year, and it was, like, I listened to it all the time. Mm -hmm. And this song is literally so sad (laughs) and this song in dear john i remember like i was really into them and i was Uh like it's like what started me just like being really into like the slower sadder songs like because like those are always like my favorite songs off of albums and stuff Mm -hmm. okay so my number six i i'm gonna be honest i didn't look to make sure this is the album it's on i'm pretty sure um, it's Picture to Burn, and that's from the self-titled yeah. album. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I said before, Picture to Burn hit different when I was, like, eight years old. Mm-hmm. That's another one. I just love screaming. I love yelling it. I love throwing on a thick country accent when yeah. I'm singing it. It's just so funny because it's, like, so country. Mm-hmm. Your stupid old pickup truck, like, stupid the lines. pickup truck. It's so good. It's, like, probably the song that, like, got me into her when I was young. Yeah. So, it really just stuck with me. And it's still, like, anytime I hear it come on, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go, baby. Yeah. So, she's, she's a lifelong song for me for lifers (laughs) yeah what are we for lifers Mm -hmm. um my number six song is new year's day off of reputation oh this song also makes me cry Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, it was in the list of songs i had to cut oh that's i'm sorry yeah it was tough it's Oh, it's such a beautiful song, mm-hmm. and the the piano, the piano oh, in it so is so I'm good, and it also is sampled on One Step Forward, nope, yeah, One Step Forward, Four Three, three steps, steps Back, back. yeah, mm-hmm. and that's, like, my favorite, Olivia, like, oh, there's the one. piano, like, that piano is just it's so, so good, and, like, the lyrics make me just, like, cry because it's mm-hmm. just like please don't ever become a stranger that's the laugh i can recognize anywhere bro that lyric sends me i'll just like start crying yeah. when i hear it oh. Like, oh i like didn't realize how emotional the song made me and i like shuffled taylor swift one time and i was driving home from the airport after like dropping jake off this summer and it came on Oh, I literally had to change it because I was, like, a hazard on the road. Because yeah. I was like, this is humming. And I was like, I was like wait, yeah. no, 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 no. But, oh. Yeah. No, that one will make me sob. It's so good. It's, uh, I wanted to put it on my list, but. 
Yeah, that's how I feel it's about... I, I didn't put this as me trying on my list. And, like, um, that's how I feel about this as me trying and, like... Yeah. It's... I wanted it on my list, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we had limits. Yeah. Um, so, my number five is Paper Rings from the Lover album. Ah! Which, <laughs> it's actually my number one Spotify song of all time. So, you <laughs> might be questioning how it's only five on my list. Well, I think he knows from Lover is my second most listened to Spotify song of all time, and it's not on the list. Yeah. So, I'm not actually sure how they got that high. I did go through a phase <laughs> pretty much only listening to Paper Rings yeah. around, like, Christmas break of last year. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, Paper Rings, I love her so much. It's such, like, a fun, mm-hmm. upbeat song. It goes so hard. I love just like, oh, it's so happy. I yeah. love like the everything about it. I love it. I can't even describe it. It's clearly. so good. It's so it's good. also it's so fun to like play in the car also with uh-huh. all your friends and just like scream in the chorus. That's... Oh, I love just like dancing to it. Yes. It's so good. It makes me think of that night. We had an absolute Taylor Swift dance party for a long time. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I can think of two occasions. Oh, we had dance at Caitlin's? Oh, oh, yes. I'm talking about, like, the night it was just you and me. Okay. That's yes. what, that was the other Yes. <laughs> I was like, we've done that more than well, once. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Paper Rings. Another one that didn't make my list, but it was... Mm. Um, my number five song is very, very different change of pace. <laughs> uh-huh. all too well. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, this song, I... Oh, I love this song so so much. I wasn't super into red, um, but Brie had, like, seen red, and, like, she really liked red. She, like, saw it at the concert, mm-hmm. um, and she really liked it, and she was the one that actually, like, when I don't, I feel like it was, like, in eighth grade or something, was, like, this song, like, all too well, it's really good. Like, she was the one that, like, introduced it to me, and I just remember it was the only thing I listened to when I first, like, heard it, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is the best song, I think, ever, and then... I listen to it a lot, all the time, really. Like, last mm. summer, last summer I got into a phase when I listened to it all the time again. Um, and now Jake and I really like to listen to it together. Oh. We like to scream it at the top of our lungs together, <laughs> As which is really cute. <laughs> so, my number four song is All Too Well. <laughs> I, I, the first time I heard this song, I think was like, Alicia was driving us somewhere. Like, it was just within the past year. Yeah. But it's so good. The story, the bridge, the very famous bridge, the everything about it, the way you can just yell it and feel all the emotions. It's so good. It's so good. It's That's all you can really say about it. Like, if, so if you've good. never listened to it, you need to go listen to it right now. The... The music in it is just, Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's such a, it's just one of those, like, masterpieces Uh of a song. When it, like, builds to the bridge, I feel it, like, coming every time. Oh, and you can just scream it, like, it, if you're ever going through something, (laughs) listen to All Too Well and just go in your car and yell. Yep. (laughs) Um, okay. My number four is another emotional one with a beautiful bridge champagne problems this is my favorite song off of evermore Mm -hmm. 
Oh, this song also has that similar, it's, it's very similar to the piano in this song to New Year's Day, like mm-hmm. the, oh my god, no. This, <laughs> this song, I was listening to it today, I was like, yes, like, there's just mm-hmm. something about it, it's a heartbreaking story about, uh-huh. like, a girl that says no to, after, like, a guy proposes to her, and just, like, the bridge in this song is so good. And she literally wrote this with Joe. Mm-hmm. Which, like, like her husband. No. <laughs> I'm just saying they're married now. Yeah. Her boyfriend. Which is, like, such a heartbreaking song. I'm like, how did y'all produce, like, that yeah. sadness? But it's so good. Oh, I was considering champagne problems for my list. It's just, I, I'm not as into sad songs. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my songs are more, like upbeat um speaking of my number three song is cruel summer oh yes (laughs) and oh my gosh cruel summer is a masterpiece Mm -hmm. it's so good i it's another one i love to yell it i just love to like scream it when it comes on the bridge the bridge is so good it's so good i love to scream that bridge it's oh it's just so good. It's, like, more upbeat, but, like, it's still one that, like, gets you, like... It's, like, angsty. Um, yeah. Like... Yeah. <laughs> it's not... It's not just, like, happy... It's not happy, yeah. really, but it's upbeat. Yeah. It's so good. It's though. such a good summer song, too. It, it really... It has summer in the name, yeah. so it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's law, mm-hmm. so... But, yeah, it's my number three. It's... It's so good. That's... I respect that. Thank you. My number three is another lover song. I don't think I have a lover. I've said a lover song on my list yet, but you just did. Mm-hmm. Um, Death by a Thousand Cuts. That was another one that was considering. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. This, I think, is my... F- no, I can't. I've tried to do it before, and I can't do it. I can't say which is my favorite bridge, but this bridge. Mm-hmm. Or it's not even like a bridge. It's like a verse. I don't even really know what to call it. But, oh, it's another one you can scream. Yeah. And, like, this song, when I took the list, or the quiz, this, for, like, my top ten songs, this one was tied for number one with my other, with one, with the other song. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it's such a good song. Like, I could listen to it and never get tired of it. Mm-hmm. It, it's so good. It's so good. It's, ah. Uh, I love that one. My number two song. I was struggling so hard because when I took that quiz, I also had two that were tied for number one. Mm -hmm. And coming back and like trying to decide what to pick for my two and one was a struggle. But my number two song is Wildest Dreams from Mm. 1989. This one, Katie, I caught some flack. <laughs> for how much I like this song. It's so good. It I is so love good. it. It is very just like a classic pop song. But there there's really something about it. It's so good. It was one of those that was like heavily played on the radio. Yeah. Which I think is why you yeah. don't like it as much. I I can get past that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's also like I've said about Sign of the Times, it's like one of my top ten songs of all time. And it was very much played on the radio a lot. But I 
I don't even know what exactly it is about Wildest Dreams. I think it's the way she sings Wildest Dreams. Mm-hmm. The chorus is very good. I don't know. It's just, like, a fun, like, pop song, but it is a little bit, like, slower, too. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Wildest Dreams, when I first... Because it wasn't one of the first singles. No. But when I, when I first listened to, like, 1999, it was, like, one of my favorites when I, like, first heard the album... But then it just got overplayed, so now yeah. it's hard for me to, like, love as much as you do. I but hear I, you. I respect I see you. I hear you and I see you. Mm-hmm. I respect it on your list. Thank you. <laughs> My number two song is Cornelius Street, but specifically the live from Paris version okay. of it. And, like, the regular version. Like, they're both there. But, the, but specifically the live from Paris version. <laughs> This song makes, oh, there is something about it. Like, it's a song that makes me feel really happy. And, like, I don't know. I also just, like, personally just, like, I feel like I can relate to this song. Like, I can't, like, relate to it. But, like, I just, like, have a person that I, like, think about when I listen to the song. Uh And, like, it just... Oh, there's something about it. The picture that it paints in my mind is, like, a, mm-hmm. it's New York City, so, like, it's just, like, yeah. there's so much about it that I just, like, am in love with. And the live from Paris version is breathtaking every single time that I listen to it. And, like, it's obviously not as produced because it's, like, live, but she also, mm-hmm. like, just does it on, like, the guitar and just having, like, the crowd in the background, because, like, there's a part that's, like, the city screams your name, and, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, with the crowd, it's... Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, my number one, I get a feeling you already know what it is. My number one is Exile. Yeah. <laughs> this, like, the first time I listened through Folklore... A lot of the songs really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. But Exile stuck with me in a different type of way. I'm not kidding you when I say I listened to it on repeat for like a solid week. Yeah. And I I don't think I'll ever get sick of it. Like, I still listen to it so much and I just never get sick of it. I love Bon Iver in mm-hmm. the song. I love... The way him and Taylor sound together. I love the music. Joe helped write it. Yeah. It's another really really sad one that Joe helped write. She talks like in the long pond. And she's like, yeah, Joe had written and was singing the entire part that Boney Bear sings. Yeah. And then she just like added on. I was like, huh? Okay. So Step Right Out is like... So we'll yeah. Like that I love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just all of it, like birds in it. I I've said it before. Any song that has birds in it mm. is automatically going to be a step above songs that don't have birds chirping <laughs> in, in it. The song like like Blackbird by the Beatles. Mm-hmm. A step ahead. Said that about birds, I've also said it about whistling. There's something mm-hmm. about birds and whistling. I feel that way about songs that... <laughs> this is a complete just side note. Uh-huh. But when it's guitar and you hear them, like, slide their oh, finger... Uh-huh. I don't know if that makes No, I know sense. what you're talking about. Like the... 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But Exile, it was a struggle. Her wildest dreams. I, I respect but Exile being your number one. You listen to the Exile listening party, which was just like, <laughs> yeah. every other song was Exile. Yes, I did do that. For so, a long time. Yeah. I don't know how you, like, <laughs> that song, it, the song sends me in a place. Oh, me too. I, but I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't know. That's on, the thing about it is, like, it is sad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me, like, I want to cry sad. It gotcha. makes me more kind of, like, like, nostalgic what could have been moving on Yeah. sad. Okay. I hear you. My number one song is also off Folklore. Mm-hmm. It is, I feel like you know what it is. Do you? Maybe you don't. I'll know what you say. Yeah. Um, August. Oh, yeah. Of course. This, <laughs> this <laughs> song, this was my number one listen to song last year. I mm-hmm. think it'll probably be my number one listen to song this year. It's, oh my gosh, especially at this time of the year. Mm-hmm listening to it it's so beautiful it makes you so like sad for the girl like augustine i think that's what they called her maybe augusta i don't remember what it was but it's just like again a fire bridge um jack antonoff helped write this one jack antonoff literally helps her write my absolute favorite songs like Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. love when they work together um, I don't even know. There's not much to say about it. Like, it's like a sad song, but it's not a slow sad song. Yeah. Which is fun. Mm-hmm. A change in pace for me. But, yeah. yeah. So, that's my list. Nice. Um, so I did have another question, but here's the thing. As we would have expected of this topic, we're just out of time. Yeah. So, but... This question can be really quick, okay. so don't talk about your answer. <laughs> okay. Which re-record are you most excited for? Which album? 1989. Okay. I would agree, I think. I won in 1989 this Before summer. Red, yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that. No, but we're getting a lot of Ooh. extra songs. Yeah, that's true. And a 10-minute all too well. Yeah. 1989, this is... Okay, don't... I... Um, I wanted to, like, say this when we were talking about Harry Styles, but the song Style, it makes me laugh so hard because of how obvious it is about yeah. him. But also, the part where she literally just says, Take Me Home, like, that is literally just the title of a One Direction album. Oh, yeah. And I remember listening to it, and everyone would be like, Style, like, it's obvious about him. I was like, no one's talking about another very obvious reason why it is. Uh-huh. But, Yeah. So yeah, so that's all I had for this episode. Katie, do you have a topic for next week? I sure do. Um, <laughs> for next week, I would like to talk about books because I've recently been getting into reading a lot lately. Very basic topic. <laughs> Not much to say about it, but super excited to all dive right. in deeper. Yeah, so make sure to tune in next week for that. Thank you for listening to the Different States of Mind podcast. Be sure to tune in every Friday for new episodes. And as always, remember to be open to whatever comes next. See you next week.